You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks. It is a good day, despite everything that's going on and everything that you're hearing and all the fear-mongering going on. Uh, make it a good day. Make it a good day. Find some positivity. Uh, it, it will fuel your life if you can take a little time and find positivity. And I'm saying this because I am going to probably sound really, really angry today. I might sound really ticked off. And you guys know, you know the motto of this show, you know on my t-shirt, it says I'm not angry, I'm just right. And that's true. But today, I, I, I may be a little angry, and uh, I am ticked off, and, uh, and I'm going to let you know why. <laughs> Because I think you deserve to know why. Uh, but just know that really, really in my heart that uh, I'm not going to be – I'm not angry and I'm not going to hold grudges. Uh, I, I'm just right. But we have – we're going to get into some things today and we're going to get into exposing uh, BLM. It, it is time for the adults to take back this country. It's time for people of all ages, I should say, I guess, to stand up as, and, and start educating these prepubescent little teenage, uh, all the way up to college, so-called educated, uh, oh boy. See, I'm having to stop myself, folks, because I, I am not going to let myself get too mad and out of control. Uh, but we have got to start educating these dumb little kids and dumb little millennials and, and um, virtue-sending people out there who are running around with their fist in the air, uh, running around pounding on, biz- on uh, windows and shattering things and getting in blocking traffic and, and all these other things in the name of BLM, in the name of Black Lives Matter. Uh, we've got to expose this for what it is. This is a, nothing more than a Marxist group. They're mobs, and, and we are seeing what they are doing. We're seeing what they're capable of, and uh, we're going to get into that. So uh, that and a whole lot more, uh, but let me do this. This is America's Web Radio. I am uh, Victor Armendariz, and this is the On Point with Victor show. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And uh, please, 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 when you get a chance, check out our website, americaswebradio.com. And uh, it's not just me here. There are lots of great shows, but we all need help. So uh, take a look at the website. Take a look at our shows. Become patron members. Help us out. It's great. If you want to be a sponsor, uh, reach out to me at victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. If you've got other questions, Questions about sponsorship, uh, you can also email gm at americaswebradio.com as well. So let me get into a few things. Um, my goodness, folks, and, and again, I, I, I am going to do my best to play nice and be nice today, but, uh, but I am a little ticked off, folks. I, first of all, let me let me tell you this. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Uh, now, I, I I am not doing professional sports right now uh, until they, especially until they uh, renounce and stop uh, supporting uh, the BLM movement. And I am talking about the organization BLM, uh, folks. You guys are smart enough. All of my listeners are smart enough to know that all lives matter. And uh, so I don't even want to get into that. But the organization BLM cannot be propped up anymore. This is ridiculous. And uh, when when professional sports stop doing that, maybe I'll watch again. Uh, but let me tell you, let me tell you, the, the sports professional groups, the, the NFL, let's just start with them. 
who's out there virtue signaling to you now. You can't turn on and watch a game because you got to watch these idiots kneel. You got to watch these these idiot players um, stand up. They won't stand up for the flag, but they'll stand up for a known uh, womanizer or a known uh, rapist or a known. I mean, these these. Oh my gosh! Look, folks, I'm going to have to slow down. I'm just going to have to, <laughs> but. So now we have the Carolina Panthers. The front office of the Carolina Panthers fires the Hispanic announcer. This guy's from Mexico, and he does their Hispanic language announcing, and they fired him. Now, why? If you haven't heard of this, why do you think they fired him? Did he say something egregious? Did, did, he, did, he, did he wish for the Carolina Panthers to lose? Uh, did, he, did, he, did he beat his wife? Did he do anything like that? No, he did it, folks. He let it be known that he's supporting Donald Trump. He did the cardinal sin of letting it be known that in this free country, he's free to vote for who he wants, and he wants to support for Donald uh, Donald J. Trump. Well, that got him fired. The NFL folks and the Carolina Panthers who join hand in hand and kneel in front of the flag, they won't come out for the national anthem, but they'll stick their fist in the air for, for known criminals, and they'll stick their fist in the air saying that they're, uh, somehow their million dollar butts are, is oppressed or are oppressed. But they won't stand up for a Hispanic announcer for having the freedom to say uh, or let people know how he believes or what he believes or who he supports. Apparently, if you work for the Carolina Panthers or anywhere else in the NFL and you thought you had freedom of speech, well, you don't. You don't. Because if you don't agree with the ridiculousness that's going on with BLM, if you don't agree with a Marxist agenda, if you don't agree with the Democrat socialist Marxist agenda, then you'll be fired. As was the announcer, the Hispanic announcer for the Carolina Panthers has been fired for the sole cardinal sin of letting it be known that he supports Donald Trump. And and he even said, he goes, look, folks, I, I've been looking at what Donald Trump has done, and I realized that what I had been told in the past was wrong and that Donald Trump is actually doing things. He's actually getting things done. He's actually doing things good for the people. And so he supports Donald Trump. Well, that got him fired. And, uh, and this is, this is the, the, what it just really irks me to no end. When you've got these uh, professional players, million-dollar players who get paid millions to play a child's game, will virtue signal and stand up and tell you that you need to put your fist in the air for known criminals because of the color of their skin. But you can't stand for somebody who's a minority, who's a brown skin, because he doesn't believe in Biden or Harris or Marxism or socialism. Uh, folks, I don't know what the NFL is doing, but they're really, really trying hard to kill themselves. Uh, it's amazing to me. And the MLS isn't any better. The MLS Soccer League is just, uh, they're taking themselves down in the tubes, too. Uh, it's crazy. It's just crazy. But, okay. So, one of the things I want to get into today, and the reason why I'm so fired up, is because of what happened this weekend. I am sure you guys heard about the two cops in L.A. who were, uh, a, a, there was an attempted assassination on their lives. You had, in Compton, L.A., Two police officers sitting in their car, a 30, I believe 31-year-old female and a 25-year-old male, sitting in their cop car. They weren't 
they didn't have anyone pulled over. They weren't stopping a crime. They weren't uh, at a crime scene, nothing like that. There was no altercation going on. They were just sitting in their vehicle. Maybe they were taking a break. Who knows? And this Biden voter, oh, excuse me, BLM, oh, excuse me, the mob, oh, excuse me, a, a <laughs> whatever else you want to call this uh, animal, evil, dirtbag, uh, piece of human trash, walks up to the officer's car window and unloads a magazine uh, what could have been a 9mm could have been a 40 I, I couldn't tell from my vantage point uh, from the videos that I've seen but it is a handgun and uh, semi-automatic and he unloaded this magazine into the car he hit the female officer in the jaw bullet right through her jaw and then uh, also hit her I believe arms and legs and hit the other officer in the forehead. Then he takes off and runs, like the. You know what? I'm just. I'm. I'm not going to call it. Well, anyway. So the perp, the trash, the human garbage, uh, does this. Unloads his magazine and runs. This cop. Let me tell you something about this. This two cops that we're, hopefully we'll find out a lot more later. But this female cop and her partner gets out now. Mind you. She has a bullet through her mouth. He has a bullet in his forehead. She has also gunshots to her legs and arms. They get out of the car. They take up a defensive position with all the bleeding that's going on. And she's bleeding profusely. He's bleeding profusely. They get out of the car, and they take a defensive position up against the wall. And she is trying to care for her partner. This guy just got shot in the head. And she's trying to care for him at the same time herself and at the same time maintain a defensive position, not knowing if this dirtbag was going to come back and finish the job or was going to maybe there were more than one that was going to come back and finish the job. Uh, and at the same time trying to call in the uh, 998, which means uh, officer shot, officer down. And she's trying to call. Listen to the audio, folks. It's, it's heart-wrenching because she can't even speak hardly. Because, oh, I don't know, she has a bullet through her freaking jaw. Uh, But that's not even the worst of it, folks. It gets worse. It gets worse. So you've got two officers who just got, who, who were just practically assassinated. Manages to get out of the car, and they manage to get a defensive position, trying to take, take care of themselves, trying to slow the blood loss, and, and also trying to keep themselves alive by making sure they weren't, no one else was coming back to finish the job. There they are, bleeding. Do you think anybody went up and helped them? Folks, there are people posting videos, within seconds posting videos, and laughing at these two cops, taking selfies in front of these two cops, and making videos, laughing that they were shot, that they've been aired out, that these in cops just got shot, um, that they got shot in the head. Uh, this is what was going on, folks. This is the people. This is the mob. This is BLM. Standing around, taking selfies and videos, and laughing and making fun of a 31-year-old woman who has, I think, a 6- or 8-year-old child at home, waiting for her to come home. Six years old. Waiting for that child to come home. I'm sorry. The child waiting for her mom to come home. And her mom's bleeding to death on the sidewalk. And people are making fun and laughing and taking videos. This is disgusting. This is BLM. This is your Marxist movement. This is your socialist movement. This is your mob. This is what the NFL thinks that they need 
to start every game off with. This is what the MLS thinks that all of their people need to wear shirts holding up the BLM organization. Folks, I am telling you, it is time that we stand up. And, and, and the left loves to say the phrase, speak the truth. Well, it's time for us to speak the truth. It's time for us to stop coddling this movement. It's time to stop bowing in fear because you might be called a racist. Because we know damn well that this country, the long, long days of, of ugly Democrat racism, it's not today, folks. It's not. We are, we have made so much progress in this country. Um, and for these people to run around and try and get voted into power off the backs of, of, of systemic racism, give me a freaking break. If there's systemic racism, it's coming once again from the Democrat Party. So here we have these cops fighting for their lives. And you think these people ran up to help? No. These people are all over Compton cheering BLM and laughing at them bleeding to death on the sidewalk. Uh, It's unbelievable. Now, it gets worse. I know you're asking yourself, how can it get worse, Victor? Well, it does. Because once the paramedics arrived and they were able to pick up these officers and take them to the hospital, what do you think BLM did? BLM went to the hospital and blocked the emergency entrance so ambulances couldn't get in and out. Now, luckily, the officers arrived there before BLM did. But BLM arrived to the hospital and started chanting, Oink, 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 and screaming, Let I hope the mother effers die. That's what they're over there at the hospital. These cops who did nothing to anyone, we don't, they don't know who these cops are. They were just sitting in a car. And now they're in the hospital fighting for their lives. And BLM stood outside the hospital, outside the emergency room, screaming, I hope the mother effers die, and then screaming, oink, oink, oink. And if you're wondering, gosh, Victor, why were they going oink? Well, let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, four years ago, there were uh, four or so cops that were shot and killed in Dallas and I believe Baton Rouge. And BLM marched around in Dallas and Baton Rouge. And what were they yelling and chanting? And you could look this up. They were chanting... Uh, pigs in a blanket, fry no, I'm, yeah, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Pigs in a blanket, fry, uh, fry them like bacon. And so the other night in front of the emergency room, they're yelling oink, 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 making reference to that BLM march back four years ago. This is your BLM movement. This is what you're supporting if you wear a shirt that says BLM. This is what you're supporting if you put your fist in the air because they tell you to. This is what all you moronic millennials and virtue-sending rich white kids, this is what you're supporting when you're posting your black squares on your Instagram and your TikToks and your social media, when, you, when you're posting that fist everywhere, that mark, you know, that Marxist fist. This is what you're supporting. The, the, the calling for assassinations, the calling for terrorist acts, Calling cops pigs in blankets, uh, blankets, fry them like bacon. Yelling outside of an emergency room that you hope they die. This is what you're supporting. It has got to stop. Every one of you out here looks and listen, do me a favor. If you, if you used to be an NFL fan, if you used to watch professional sports, do me a favor and everyone else. 
you and and get your friends, get your family, get anyone you know, start calling and emailing and uh, any way possible. Send a written letter and send it to everyone. Send it to that commissioner. Ooh, I almost said a bad word. Send it to the, to that moron NFL commissioner. Send it to the MLS commissioner. Send them to all of them. Send them letters. Call them. Do everything you can. And tell them that it's time to stop propping up BLM and Marxist movements. Tell them it's time to act like they're living in the greatest country in the world. Tell them it's time to stand for freedom and liberty instead of Marxism and socialism. Ask them if they support the shooting of two innocent cops. It's time these questions are asked. It's time to go to corporate America who's spouting all this BLM crap out there and ask them, is this what they support? It's time to ask, folks. All right. Uh, we're going to take our first break, so uh, bear with me, folks. Look, I'm telling you, I really promise I'm not angry. I'm just right. You're listening to America's Way Radio. This is On Point with Victor. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Join me live every Tuesday at 1500 for the best in gun news, gun products, and gun politics. You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. Now, listen, let's, let me ask you this. Where do you think... BLM, a guy like this, this piece of garbage, who shot these two two cops, and and let me let me say this, uh, because we've got some great listeners in Pennsylvania. In fact, I'm I in, in factly, I'm going to make up words. I'm so mad. Uh, in fact, I met a few of these awesome listeners a few weeks ago. Uh, but uh, there's some great listeners in Pennsylvania. Well, now the mob has moved to Lancaster, folks. If you're not familiar with Lancaster, Pennsylvania, look it up. 
look it up and 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 you will be amazed that the mob the blm uh marxist mob has made their way to lancaster and why why did they make their way to lancaster to destroy this this awesome place in pennsylvania uh because another garbage piece of dirtbag trash who was a a um how do I put this? This guy was a domestic violence abuser. He was a woman abuser. Uh, this guy had a knife, uh, was going after, I'm pretty sure, I think he was going after his wife, girlfriend, who knows. But the cops arrived because the cops were called. Funny how the cops will be called by some of these people when they need help. And the cops arrived. This guy runs out with his, not a little knife, folks, a big knife. You can look it up. I'm not making this up. Comes after the cops with the knife. What would you do? I can tell you what I would do. I can tell you what, what Legendary Dave would do. We would shoot the bastard. Well, that's what the cops did. You come after a cop with a knife, they're going to shoot you with a gun. That's how this works. And this guy got shot. The plane and the video, the body cams, the web, every cam there is, every video out there shows that this was pure self-defense on the police officer's fault, uh, on the police officer's part. The, the, uh, actually the police department released the video saying, look, here's what happened. So there's no need to riot here. Well, it didn't matter, you see, because facts don't matter anymore. It's just, it is a movement. It is a BLM Marxist mob, and they moved in and rioted anyway. They rioted on behalf of a known criminal who tried to knife cops and his girlfriend or wife to death. He got shot, so they riot in Lancaster. And David, you look like you got something to say. Well, a couple of questions. One is, uh, what was the movie that said, don't go to a gunfight with a knife? (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Don't bring a a knife to a gunfight. That's right. So (laughs) the other question I have, isn't uh, Lancaster or close thereabouts uh, part of are very close to the Black Panthers. Now, you know, uh, when there was a precinct, now I don't remember, and I bet you our listeners in Daytona and Pennsylvania, they'll let me know here, uh, but there was a precinct where the Black Panthers did gather and try to intimidate voters back in uh, 08, I believe, 08 and maybe 12. Uh, but you are correct, David. Man, David, you got a memory. You got a memory that only Biden wishes he had. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, there is a Black Panther group that tried voter intimidation at the polling, and they were allowed to do it. And Eric Holder, who was the Attorney General at the time, so it must have been 2012, um, who was uh, Attorney General, refused to prosecute. Refused to prosecute. Now imagine. If you had had anyone other than a Black Panther group, if you had had any group that happened to be Caucasian standing around saying, we are monitors, we're going to monitor the polling place, they would have been arrested and thrown under the jail faster than you could have, uh, well, faster than I could have eaten a Krispy Kreme donut and I can eat a donut. So, uh, but David, you are correct. So, but, but I want people to look up, if you don't know this area, Lancaster, look it up because you wouldn't think that that'd be the place that uh, that they would go ransack, but they did. And David, you're right. There, there's um, the Black Panthers not too far from there. At least they were back in '12. Um, so these groups are out there, but but they're you know with the Soros money and the Democrat money they're pumping into these paid agitators. They're moving these BLM people and rioters and mobs. They're moving them around the country to where they think they need to be. And uh, well, I, I had terrible. another question for you. Sure. You know, in the past, there would always be, even with the Black Panthers, there would always be somebody that wanted their name in print, and I am the leader of the back, you know, mm-hmm. whatever and whatever. And wh- 
Who's the leader of BLM? Well, you I know, haven't even heard. You know, that's a good question, and I've mentioned this before on a show. If you to look up and try and find where the money's going, and try to find who's collecting, who's managing the money, because you won't find it. What you will find, and if you do a little research, is you can find the the founder of BLM, and uh, she uh, and the I believe there was two or three people who founded that organization. They are. Marxist. They admittedly are Marxist. There's videos. You don't have to look that hard, and you can find the founders of BLM and and her saying, yes, we are Marxist, and we have a Marxist belief. They came up with BLM, and if you just read BLM's website, the BLM movement, you look up the websites, you will see how Marxist they are. There's nothing in there, hardly anything about black lives. It's all about a political agenda. It is a political movement. Um, they don't care about black lives. They care about power and the movement. And uh, and you're right, David. You you can't. All I can tell you is you can follow their donation button, which goes to Act Blue, which goes to the Democrats. Um, they are the new military arm of the Democrat Party. Folks, back in the 50s, 60s, just go back and look, do your history because you're not going to learn it from a Democrat and you're not going to learn it in school. But the KKK was developed as the military wing arm of the Democrat Party. Uh, the Democrat Party is the party of the KKK. The Democrat Party is the party of segregation. The Democrat Party is the party of all of the abuses that have come up through our history. And I am not saying it's exclusive to them, but they founded it. And now we are repeating history through BLM and today's Democrat Party. Today's Democrat Party, I've told you before, it is not the party of Kennedy. It's not even the party of Bill Clinton. Uh, it, it is the party of the socialist Marxist AOC far Bernie Sanders left. And the BLM and Antifa, look, folks, don't doubt me on this. If you want proof, ask yourself why for 100 days plus, and including the Democrat convention, you didn't hear one word or one Democrat, you didn't see one Democrat speak out against the riots. You didn't see them speak out against the, the senseless killing. You didn't see them, them speaking out against destroying businesses, black-owned businesses, white-owned businesses, Hispanic-owned businesses. You didn't see them speak out against that. For over a 100 days, Joe Hyden in my basement Biden did not say one word about riots. All you heard were Democrats, Obama, Pelosi, Schumer, Clinton, uh, Biden, Harris, Booker, all of them. All you heard was them trying to convince you, pay no attention to this fire you see here. Pay no attention to this shooting over here. These are peaceful protests. That's what they were telling you folks. So a party that will not recognize violence therefore is a party that is encouraging or supporting violence it's black and white folks it really is and the history of the democrat party i'm sorry to tell you guys who didn't know this their strong arm military wing was the kkk the nra was partially developed to help black folks way back then to give them a way to defend themselves from these people and here we are today 
where you have the Democrat Party that wants to sow so much dis- uh, they want to sow to division. They want to create division. They want Americans fighting Americans. Well, how do you do that? Uh, Biden's not going to go out, and the Democrats, they're not going to go out and, and, and make it look like they're the ones. They're not going to go openly say, we want you to fight each other. No. They will get behind a group that's militant, and that group will get on the ground, BLM, Antifa, the mobs, and they will go tear down statues. They will go burn businesses. They will go burn and kill uh, uh, freestanding buildings and and uh, killing people and take over cities and block streets, pull people out of their cars and beat them to death for not having the right skin tone. They will stand in front of emergency rooms screaming for innocent police officers to die. They will stand in blocked roads and block entrances and and and, and scream at, uh, at at police officers and and tell them they're pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. That is the militant wing of the Democrat Party to sow division in the populace, so they can, when you're not paying attention, take every power and freedom away from you. I am not using hyperbole. Nothing I have just told you is wrong. You can look it up yourself. And it pains me sometimes to have to sit here and remind you of this kind of history because we have made it so much more forward. We have made so much uh, progress. Um, You know, the biggest biggest, uh, roadblock for actually progressing forward is the progressive in the progressive party uh, the socialists the marxists the democrats but as a country and as a people we really have made it so much forward we've done so much in this country folks so it does pain me to to have to sometimes re-educate or or, or educate people who just don't know that democrats have a pretty bad past in this country and they try and ref- deflect it off onto the Republicans. Now, was every Republican an innocent, perfect bystander? No, of course not. Everybody's human. But let me tell you, you need to go look up the, the history of this country because we're seeing things today that are way, 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 way too close to repeating history. Uh, because and, and and let me let me go into a little bit more maybe what I explain. I mean and what I mean and, and I'll explain this. When we come back from the break, I'm gonna get into uh, where this is coming from. You stay right there, we'll be right back. This is on point with Victor. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy around town movers in my opinion are the best that's around town movers Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, 
but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, folks. Hey, listen, I let me give you an update because, man, I've got great listeners out there. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, and you out there, you know who I'm talking about uh, because I just got – look, so the Black Panther voter intimidation I was talking about and what David was alluding to was in 2008 in Philadelphia – and what's happening, uh, what we were talking about when I was telling you about the knife, the guy who tried to knife the cops and got shot in Lancaster, uh, small city, uh, in, uh, but apparently super liberal. So it's a Lancaster, Pennsylvania, small city, but uh, and very liberal. And this is what's happening, which, again, folks, uh, this is them telling you the BLM mob and Antifa, they don't care if you're a D or an R. They just doing what they're paid to do, go out and disrupt because they want to bring the whole system down in the quest for power. Uh, and uh, the, the, the piece of trash, this criminal, he apparently killed – he stabbed – I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He stabbed four people in 2019. So the perp that was uh, sent to his dirt nap yesterday, thankfully – was uh, had stabbed four people in 2019, and on Sunday he was going after his mother with this big knife, going after his mother, and his sister's the one that called the police. And so the police got there, and then what happens? He tries to knife the police, and the knife do what they do. They're going to shoot you. They're going to shoot you. I'm going to be <laughs> – I'm going to keep – I've really got to be careful. Uh, so let me get back to this. So before the break. I'm telling you, who who would inspire such a thing? Who would inspire these evil acts? Where is BLM getting their marching orders? Where does that dirtbag animal piece of crap yesterday, the other day who went and shot these two cops while they sat in their car, where did he get his inspiration from? Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. And, and again, folks, you Democrats out there who listen to me and are friends of mine, look, I love you to death and you'll always be my friends. But if you're still thinking about voting for a Democrat, um, I don't know how you can do it with good conscience. Because let me tell you something. Since the beginning of the summer – since since even a little bit before the summer, the Democrat Party and the left, their leftist uh, enablers in the media have been telling you, me, they've been telling everyone in this country and everywhere else that the police are evil, that the police are killers. Then they've been they, they've called us all. They called us all racist. They call us killers. They call you and me. If you don't believe in their agenda, then we're killers, uh, folks. The DNC, the Democrat National Convention, has used this type of rhetoric uh, just a few weeks ago in their convention. They were using this type of rhetoric, re- re- rhetoric. It's part of their freaking platform. So what do the, the onlookers, what did I tell you that the on, onlookers in Compton, when they witnessed this shooting, what did they do? They celebrated. They laughed. They took pictures. They did all these things. Where are they getting this from? 
they're getting it from what they're hearing from today's Democrat Party and today's media, where the police are vilified every day. Um, you had Obama during the DNC uh, talking down the police. Uh, folks, I'm not making this up. You can go look at it for yourself. Um, you look at what Bernie Sanders says. Look at what uh, Eric Holder said. When they go low, we kick them. Uh, look at just uh, Obama himself a few years ago said, oh, if, they bring, if they bring a knife, you bring a gun. Uh, it's time to get in their face. Obama, Obama told people, I want you to go out and get in people's face. That's what he said. Maxine Waters stood at a some speech she was giving, and she told people, if you see people who support Trump at a gasoline station, you go push up on them. You go get a group together, which means mob. She said, if you see them in a grocery store, you go push back on them in a grocery store. You can't have that rhetoric, folks, from elected freaking officials and not think that people aren't going to take them seriously and then start going acting, which this evil piece of you-know-what did yes, uh, the over the weekend. And again, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And, folks, well, I'm going to go to the phones right now. I believe we got a caller on the line uh, from New York. Uh, Mark, are you there? Hello. Hey, Mark. Uh, sorry about that. I got to turn my audio up just a tad. Okay. Uh, he's having a little trouble hearing, so we'll get uh, Legendary Dave on that. Mark, you pipe in when you can hear me. There we go. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, Mark, I don't know if you just heard my last little rant there, but I'm pretty steamed. I, I, I'm pretty steamed about what's going on, and, and you being you in New steamed. York. <laughs> let me let me just tell you my viewpoint. Please and do. i got to tell you, as, as a chief counsel for the FOP out of Garden City in New York here, I can tell you I am appalled at the lack of intelligence of our alleged Democratic Biden-Kamala ticket. I cannot believe that this top cop, and I use that phrase really (laughs) simplistic because maybe the Democrats will get this through their thick, thick skulls. Kamala Harris was the attorney general for California. And the DA before that. Okay, mm-hmm. hasn't said a word about two deputies that were yeah. basically attempted assassinations. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is this. Let's reimagine things, okay? <laughs> Here we go. Let's reimagine life. How about we take away Senate, the Congress, and all of these other Democratic morons who are yelling, Maxine Waters, that little you-know-what, mm-hmm. okay, that are out there yelling and screaming, go after people, Take their security away, and you know what? They mm-hmm. fixed this problem in three seconds. You, you, you know, know why? Yep. Because they'd have to. You know what, Mark? You bring up a good point, and, and I think this is another thing we need to advocate. If you are an elected official, and you're going to tell me, and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what Mark is, is referring to, reimagining policing, reimagining public safety. Go look that up and watch all these uh, moronic elected Democrats try and explain to you what, what they mean by reimagining policing. And Mark... If an elected official should tell us that we can't have police protection, then by golly, they need to give up all of their security details. It goes back to what you always say. They want to reimagine it for us, not for them. Not for them. Remember, folks, and Mark, you're right. Socialism, Marxism, communism, it's for thee, not for me. And and the elitist will never bear the burdens of you and me and the peasant because everyone that's not a political elite will then be will be a peasant. If you're not in Hollywood and you're not part of the elected elite, then you're a peasant. And uh, and Mark, I I, I I can feel your frustration, Mark. And, and and let me remind everyone what Mark is saying 
is 100% true. Kamala Harris was a DA of California and then the attorney general. Kamala Harris put more black people and Hispanic people in jail than just about anyone else on this planet. The only person who can maybe rival her is Biden, who wrote and helped author the crime bill of 95 with Bill Clinton. So these two bozos who can walk around and, and, and say that they're for uh, black lives, uh, we need to, people need to be educated, Mark. And the, you are the problem is right. this, is that the silent majority has been silent for too long. Very much so. The, where is the outrage? Where is the emotion? Where is the people who were sitting back and go, oh, that's terrible. Oh, my goodness. You know what? They're sitting in their living rooms in their nice, cozy houses. Yeah. Well, guess what, folks? <laughs> it's coming to your neighborhood. Oh, it's, it's coming. coming to you. And, and the Democrats and the liberals have let this fester, and it's now mm-hmm. out of control. And if they think November 3rd that they're going to walk into the office, God forbid, if he gets elected, yeah. these two knuckleheads. The only reason they don't have bobblehead dolls is because they can't figure out how to put two faces on them, okay? (laughs) Biden and Kamala are useless, okay? They are the wind. Well, there's a reason that they got to keep Biden and Kamala six feet apart, and it ain't because of the Wuhan 19. It's because if they walk too close together, the way those heads bobbles, they're going to crack each other's skulls. You know, i got to tell you, the most you tapping on it before is the most disgusting thing that I have ever seen, I think, in my life is... The protesters at the hospital trying to block uh, yes. the emergency room entrance. Yep. They were blocking the ambulance, the the road up to the emergency room, and blocking the emergency entrance. And and, and, and I want to give that. a nice shout out to the the African Town Coalition, Kevin Wharton Price, uh, who said that uncivilized dirtbag said, "Gee, this is just retribution." Yes. Now but his parents and the rest of his crowd are real happy with him. Now let me tell you, Mark, since you since you brought him up. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I go look this up for yourself. This guy's name was what was it? Kevin Wharton. Kevin Wharton Price. Wharton Price. Folks, go look him up. This is a known, not only a known activist in L.A., and not only did he call for the the uh, the the celebration of the killing of these innocent cops, uh, he is a known activist and held up to the community leader status by the Democrats. He has had more meetings with uh, with the mayor of L.A. than I think the mayor's had with the no, boyfriend. A.J. Brown or Aja um, Brown. He, this guy... Uh, Price, look him up. But Mark, you're correct. And, and ladies and gentlemen, you need to look him up because he is coddled by the Democrat Party, went on a video on Sunday and called for a celebration of the killing, uh, I'm sorry, of the attempted killing of these cops. And then he said that, that more of this basically needs to happen and that it was a good thing. Now imagine, Mark, if you or I made a video like that, we'd be in jail so fast our head would spin. Ah, oh, there'd be protest outside our front doors. Oh, we would be under the jail of terroristic threat making. But when you are a in bed with the Democrat Party, you get a free pass. Well, and I got to tell you, if I hear one more time from these elected morons, we all have to come together. No, you have to stop the garbage. You mm-hmm. have to stop the violence now. You can't say kumbaya. It doesn't work anymore. You know, I used to say Obama would have been the perfect president in a perfect world. This is not a perfect world. Joe Biden's a really nice guy. That's great. He couldn't lead a, a hot dog stand. No, he couldn't. Mark, uh, hold it right there. We're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, uh, Mark, let's get into some more of this stuff. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Hey, folks, this is Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show. Just to remind you, don't miss every Tuesday, 2 to 3, live right here on America's Web Radio. And remember, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And welcome back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, and I'm on the phone with... uh, Awesome caller from New York, uh, Mark. Mark, you're still there, right? Yes, I'm still here. So, Mark, look, you hit on it uh, just a second ago when you said, uh, talking about Kamala Harris and talking about how um, they've lost control of the riots. And what people need to understand, Mark, is, and what I alluded to a little earlier, the Democrat Party, the reason why for a 100-plus days they didn't say anything about the riots is because they were supporting them, and they they, they thought it was going to help them, but they also thought they could control it. But there is no controlling this mob now. Kamala it's, it's and her staff were bailing out rioters. Yes. <laughs> yes, Mark. Uh, you're right. And, folks, look it up. Mark is not lying. Kamala Harris was funneling money to bail out these 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 looters, rioters, burn, loot, murder crowd that would get arrested, she'd bail them out and put them right back out on the streets. I mean, here's my question. is I know they're, they're brainless, empty heads, but do they really think that if they get elected, if by any chance of means that they do get elected, that these people are going to all of a sudden say, okay, great, we're done? Not a chance. Not a chance. And this is the thing, Mark, here, another great point you hit on. This mob is emboldened now. They've been emboldened more than ever before. And they're not going to stop when the Democrats, uh, if if the Democrats were to take over, uh, they wouldn't stop. They would get even more emboldened. And and just, for, you know what, Mark, is a great example. You look at what's going on in the NFL and all the sports right now. Oh, geez, um, I, I won't look, turn on a channel. Look, well, look what Kaepernick did. All the teams kneeled. Everyone was kneeling and all this and, and writing, the, supporting criminals on their jerseys and, and whatever they were doing. And virtually sending signaling everywhere. What did Kaepernick Kaepernick say. Kaepernick said, oh, this all looks fake. This isn't enough. Folks, it is never going to be enough. And Mark, you're 100% correct. No matter who gets elected, especially if the Democrats were to get elected, these people will be emboldened and it will never be enough until they Because here is the thing, and I'll tell you honestly, I'll tell you, and I don't usually talk politics with you directly, but I can tell you, if Trump gets his second term, and I really sure hope at this point he does, 
he will then put an end to this mess. And the oh, only reason I think much. he's holding off is because some of the imbeciles in the general public would say, oh, my God. Because, listen, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, Communist News Network, they're all going to back whatever Trump is not doing. So <laughs> yeah. if he goes in and he puts down the riots and he puts that misery out from the general public after they burnt down all the buildings in their own neighborhoods, which I still can't understand, <laughs> he'd be accused of being a Marxist, Adolf Hitler. They already accused him of oh. being a Nazi. Well, look, no one uh, projects more than the Democrat Party. Uh, if the Democrat Party's doing it, then they're lying and telling you that uh, Trump's doing it. Or if they're accusing Trump of doing it, rest assured the Democrat Party is doing but it. But when are the American public people going to wake up and say, you know what, enough is enough? You know, Mark, I think it's happening. I think the silent majority is so big now that it's starting to become not so silent. But what um, I don't understand is... This systemic racism, this is the same buzzword they keep throwing oh, yeah. out there. This is like reimagined. Mm -hmm. But the systemic racism buzzword, that topical phrase is, is basically a blanket to cover up the anarchy that Antifa and the Marxists mm -hmm. are basically trying to overthrow this government. Absolutely. They want to destroy America. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand the general public sits back and says, well, it's only a little group. Well, let me tell you something. The Nazis started out as a little as group, a little and they group. almost took over the world. <laughs> That's absolutely right. If it weren't for the, the amazing men and women of this amazing country, uh, Hitler would have... Hitler would have Listen, if America seemed, didn't join, the French would be speaking German. Oh, there's no doubt. And, the, and, if, and at some point, Hitler and the Japanese imperialists would have come together, and they would have either... It would have been an all-out bloody everything, or they would have divided up the world. But that would have been the world. And uh, and Mark, and and that's not hyperbole. We're not. I mean, it's Hitler was this on is, a march. If, if anybody thinks that this is not coming to their neighborhood, and that this will go away after Biden gets elected November third, mm -hmm. they are out of their minds. First of all, Biden's got his team of lawyers already ready to go. Because he has a f suspicion, at least, I should say Biden doesn't have a suspicion of anything, because I don't think he's got three sentences together that make sense. He can't. Okay? And the fact that they won't answer the question that he's using a teleprompter, because I mean, are you kidding me? We understand. We can see it with our own eyes. Look, if you want, if you want proof, Mark, and, and all your listeners out there to what Mark is alluding to, if you want some proof for yourself, go watch the video. Look at when he was standing in the, he was standing in a wheat field yesterday with three or four people, um, and and go, but go watch him. He everything is from a teleprompter. Even look at he held and, a picture up during an interview, and you could see and you the could reflection see the on the reflection. screen was the teleprompter. Exactly. If you watch close enough, you can see they will make mistakes, and you can see the reflection of the teleprompter. You can also see he's got an earpiece. Uh, he's got an earpiece in his ear. They are constantly talking to him to try to keep him on point. It's and in it, his right ear. If you notice, he's got a really bad yep. right ear itch. Yeah, just just pay attention and you'll see it. And and I will tell you this: if you watch him. When he speaks, when you see an awkward pause, it's because they're telling him to shut up or they're telling him to get back on point. And, and that's when you have – just think about it. And if you want to test it for yourself, folks, uh, put an earpiece in your ear and have a friend stand in another room and then you try
try and talk to somebody and have that friend in the other room try and tell you what to say. You won't be able to do it smoothly. There's going to be a point where you'll have to take a break. You'll, you'll take a pause. You've got to take a pause to yeah. listen to the yeah. earpiece. And you can see Biden do it. In fact, Biden was getting off track in one of his when he was trying to read a speech, and you could tell they came in on his ear because he went, oh, I got to go. <laughs> I mean, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. But And there's a reason they won't let Biden answer questions. Uh, and, and I'm telling you now, Mark, I, I will make this bet, Mark, and I bet you would make this bet with me. I am in the next couple of weeks. Biden is going to develop either somebody around him is going to have the Wuhan, or Biden's going to be afraid of the Wuhan, and something's going to happen, and he's going to try to call in his debate. He is he's going not bail from the debate. Oh, they're not going to. First of all, he's not going to want to do an evening debate because I think he gets work. You know, a lot of oh, it's called sundown syndrome. sundown syndrome exactly, and uh, I think he's going to he, he gets worse. They know it. Um, look, I. I, I, it's 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 a death nail in their coffin for him. I think to try and get out of this. But well, did I do you think hear? Did you hear Kamala what she said the other day? The Harris administration. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you tell uh, our listeners, Mark? Tell our that listeners what she said. That was probably the telltale sign right then and there that everybody knew that Joe is not what they call non-compass mentis, which means he is not at home. He's not at home. Oh, Lights Mark, are on. I, he's not at home. I think it she goes. Said the Kamala. Harris administration. Mm-hmm. I think it goes further, Mark, than that. I think I think Harris, I think, look, she was reading a teleprompter. This was not a mistake. They put this in there for her to read, and I think it was a signal to the Democrat voter that don't worry about Biden's decline. I'm going to be in charge. Now, Mark, now tell tell the listeners, Mark, what <laughs> what you heard her say. Well, she basically said she was she was asked a question and she said, well, in a Kamala Harris administration uh, and and Biden. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she was she was talking to a Hispanic group trying to tell them that they needed somebody that cared about them, that that valued their work. And she said, well, don't you worry. In a Kamala in a Kamala Harris in a Harris administration, we know where we'll have your back. And then and, and then she goes and with Biden. Uh, uh, that, was, that was just yeah. that was something where you said to yourself, "Okay, so they know this is not everybody in that circle is so tight." What I love about the Democrats is they are very, very tight when it comes to any kind of um, basic knowledge of what they have. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have the basic. You know, I'm not saying a word to anybody about anything, as opposed to. Pretty much the, you know, the Republicans come right out and tell you everything. The mm-hmm. Republicans come right out and they say, hey, okay, we're on the left page. No, we're on the right page. We're on the left page. Democrats, if you're on the left page, on the third line, everybody's reimagining the third line. <laughs> yeah. There is no difference in anything that they do. Mm-hmm. None. Well, you know, there's there's so much truth to that, Mark, because the one thing about the Democrat Party is they are controlled by the whack job left. It's the AOCs, it's Pelosi's, it's Schumer, and they will keep everybody in line. There are no independent Democrats. There are no blue dog Democrats. There's no such thing. There's nothing right now today but a Marxist leftist socialist party that's being controlled by Bernie Sanders, Pelosi, AOC and the rest of the ilk with Omar, Omar and, and the rest of them, they're controlling that party and they will stick together and they're, they're, they're on a, a mission to, in the words of Obama, fundamentally change this country. This country doesn't need to be fundamentally changed. It just this has been <laughs> the most amazing job of Hyde the Bacon I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it, here's, it's just to the point where 
do, you know, if they say it enough, it becomes a reality. And that's what the problem is. Now, you know, this leads me to something else, Mark, just to get to some good news. Um, you know, you being Jewish, me having Jewish heritage, um, can you believe the the progress that we're making in the Middle East right now? And oh, how it's been, it, listen, I know it's 30th page on the New York Times. Exactly. And, the, and you know, CNN, ABC probably spent about five seconds on it. If that but this much. is earth shattering. No, you know, wait a second, I've got to stop you there, Mark, because uh, even Trump came out and thanked the New York Times for congratulating him on mm-hmm. they the did, deal. They did, have, the New York Times did, I think they had a blurb. Uh, but, yeah, and, and, right after. <laughs> but that's the brilliance of Trump, though, to, to come out, like David said, Trump did come out and recognize him, because you know it pisses them off when Trump gives them kudos, because then people are going to go, oh, I didn't see that, and they'll go look it up. Uh, but, uh, but Mark, I mean, it should be leading news. Since the 1950s, every president has tried to have peace in the Middle East. It's been on every presidential platform, Democrat, Republican alike, since the 50s. And they all approached it the same way. And along comes Donald J. Trump, who gets in and goes, you know what? We ain't negotiating like a politician. We're going to negotiate like a businessman. And if these fools over here, the Palestinians, don't want peace, screw them. We'll negotiate without them. And that's what he did. And And look uh, at the accomplishments. Mark, But I'll tell you something different is I think the Palestinians are going to have to sign on board. It's pressure without directly applying pressure. Mark, Mark, did you see what uh, Pelosi said? (laughs) I didn't hear you, Dave. Did you you see what Pelosi said? Oh, she's an idiot. A distraction. (laughs) The only thing that's distracted is her brain. She left it at the salon. Well, she just yeah. had her brain brain blowed out. Yeah. Well, well she she said what? I won't say it, but you know what I'm thinking. Why? What is Trump doing today? When we have all, we have the uh, pandemic and we have the fires in the right. On she's the getting West her Coast. hair blown out, and, and she's accusing she's set up by a hairdresser. Yeah. Mm. And uh, and she says, "What is Trump doing? Oh, he's at the White House signing the most important papers that have been signed yeah. in the." Last hundred years, she actually Listen, basically the, the ridiculed peace. Incredible thought is that she's third in line to run this country. Oh, oh gosh! Don't, well, thanks, Mark. Ruin my day, won't you? Yeah, think about that while you're having your hair pulled out. <laughs> well, David's a hundred percent right. This Pelosi Democrat would, is is so emboldened by her voters that she actually will ridicule the signing of peace documents. I mean, actually, real peace. Look, for years, we've had blood in the sands of the Middle East, and everyone said there won't be peace without more blood in the sands. And along comes Donald Trump. Along comes Donald Trump, and now we're having peace. Now, of course, things could change, and we don't know where this is going to lead, but right now, this is looking pretty darn good, and it is amazing to get to the point that Trump has gotten to without one drop of blood. In fact, Mark, we're taking troops out of the Middle East, and he's still getting peace uh, peace signings done. Because he approaches it as a businessman. He gets things done. Yeah. Results. That's the difference. He Results doesn't approach oriented. it as a politician. He negotiates from a position of strength and points out the obvious economic benefits. If you have people who are economically deprived, you point out the benefit of joining forces and mm-hmm. you say, hey, stop being idiots. Right. Join up. 
and get the economic benefits to grow your GDP. Yeah, we can all grow. We can all grow together, and that's the message, togetherness. Uh, Mark, we're going to have to leave it there. I wish we had another hour, Mark, but uh, we don't. But uh, we're going to do this again, Mark, and I will let you know when. But thanks, thanks for, for the calling. opportunity. Everybody have a great week. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. You guys have a great rest of your week. We'll be back next week on Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.